Well, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Intuitive Essentials Podcast. I'm Cynthia, your host, and I'm coming to you today as your certified body code and emotion code practitioner, in addition to a human design alchemist. I'll tell you how all that folds together, but our topic of discussion is going to be emotional energy release and management. These are topics that have been coming up over and over again lately when working with my clients through the emotion code and the body code, but also when I'm helping them dive deeper into their human design charts, we're finding that there's not a solid understanding of the emotional energy center. So that's what we're going to talk about today. This one may be a little bit longer, but I promise not to keep you too long. Let's get started with emotional energy. Recently, I discussed how important it is to feel your feels so that energy doesn't get trapped. Because when it gets trapped in your body, it can wreak all kinds of havoc, not just on the physical body, but also on your energetic body. So. Go listen to that episode if you haven't already so you can understand, get a better understanding of how not to trap those emotions and to feel your feels. Today we're going to talk about, well, once it's there and it's trapped, what are some of the things that we need to think about? What are some of the things we need to do? And just getting a better understanding of that emotional energy itself because that can help you through the processing of it. So we're going to start out with a little bit on the different types of emotional energy. Um, those trapped emotions, there can be hundreds for most adults. It varies just depending on your life experiences and your age, but literally hundreds can be trapped in there. And once they're trapped, the only way to get them out is going to be through some type of an energetic release process. There are so many different ones you can use. Some people go into Reiki. Some people like to try breath work. Some people use yoga to help open themselves up energetically. We're going to focus on the emotion code and the body code today. So with the emotion code, this was a code that was developed by Dr. Bradley Nelson. He began as a chiropractor and just noticed over time with all of his clients, there were some themes, some trends that were popping up. And one of the bits and pieces of that was these trapped energies or emotions. So he was able to develop a code where we can, as practitioners, tap into your subconscious very lightly, no voodoo, no magic, but we're just being guided by your subconscious to where these energies are trapped in the body. And then we can release them. Well, in order to find the specific frequency or vibration of each of these emotions, because they all have their own flavor, just depending on when they were trapped and how they were trapped and all the things. Well, in order for us to find them, it's uh, it's a little bit of an artsy science. So we got to trust in our intuition, but then we can be led there by your subconscious. And when we find those energies, they're, uh, they're in different categories. So I'm going to talk first about the different categories because I find it absolutely fascinating. I think you will as well. But there are six core categories of trapped emotional energies. The first one is common. That's just, you know, 
the majority of them, it's energy that you produce. Your body, your spirit, your energy body produces this, and then they get stuck somewhere. Another type though is shared, and so you can have a shared experience event with either one person or thousands of people, where it gets you all feeling some kind of way, and that energy can get trapped as well. Um, it, that's just amazing to me. The beauty of uh, the emotion code release that I practice is that when we release a trapped emotion from you, if it's shared, it also releases it from the others. Now, another one is absorbed. Now, this is when someone else is feeling some kind of way and you absorb that energy. Um, it's really, really interesting because people say, but I wasn't feeling the thing. Well, you were in their field and being in their energy field doesn't mean that you're necessarily right beside the person. If you're super close to them energetically, like they're maybe part of your soul family, then you can also absorb that energy from across the world and across time. Another type of trapped emotion is inherited. Now, a lot of people I work with want to just dive right into these and focus on finding these. Sometimes people refer to them as being generational trauma. Well, these are emotions that get trapped by an ancestor, whether it's just a couple of generations back. It can be a parent even, so that's a younger inherited emotion. But I've had ones I've found that have gone back 20 or 21 generations. Those are more rare that I've found, but they occur. That ancestor felt so humiliated, guilty, shamed, um, disgusted, whatever it is by a particular situation that they were in, that it got locked down in the DNA and they passed it along since. And the energy then comes into you before you're even born. You become a magnet for that same frequency over and over and over again. So if you ever said to yourself, I have no idea why I want to cry all the time because there wasn't anything that happened to you, it could potentially be an inherited trapped emotion. The fifth type of trapped emotion is prenatal. So this is energy that comes in when you're in the womb. Yes, you can either absorb from your mother or as a fetus, feel your own feels, and that energy can get trapped as well, depending on the situation. And the last type of trapped emotion I wanna tell you about is called preconception. Now, no matter your beliefs, energy is energy and your energy body, your spirit, your soul, originally was separated from your physical body that you in, uh, eventually came into. So you can actually trap energy emotionally, preconception, before you're conceived, before you come into your physical human body. So that's the sixth type. Those are very rare, those preconception emotions, but I have released one or two from myself and from several clients as well. Now, understanding this type of trapped emotional energy, um, one of the techniques I use is the emotion code, which we've been talking about, but there are other types of emotional energy that you can find through the emotion code, but it's a little more challenging. So the body code can help us with that. We're gonna talk next about heart wall emotions. Now, if you've ever felt like you've had trouble connecting with other people, other people might tell you, oh my gosh, you have such a wall around you. I feel like I can't get in. Um, you feel so um, distant and disconnected. And you might even feel that way, like you can't connect well with other people. You may have a heart wall and your 
body, your energy body, your soul, it develops these heart walls to help protect you from trauma. Um, it collects all these bits and pieces of trapped emotions and pulls them around your heart as a safe haven to wall it up, to make it more secure. At some point though, it will be ready to release those uh, this wall and you can take it out brick by brick and that's what we do in finding individual trapped emotions within a heart wall. Now within the heart wall itself, you can have a heart wall that's transparent, ready to let things go. It can be hidden also and so we have to dig a little deeper in a different slight way to find those. The hidden ones I've found are often not quite ready to let go of what it's holding on to energetically, but eventually over a session or two, or it can be a few more than that, it will eventually be. You can also have a hidden heart wall that is ready to release because you're at a moment in time where your subconscious doesn't believe you need to be protected anymore. So those are heart wall emotions. I absolutely love clearing heart walls because the experience for you is amazing. Over time, you feel lighter and brighter and clearer and much less worry and care, and you're so much more easily able to connect with others. But other people also feel your energy so much differently as well. It's almost like you start to attract them in a different light. Now, the last bit on the types of emotional energy I'm gonna talk about before we switch over to um, a little bit of emotional intelligence and how you can manage them. We're gonna talk about compound emotions. These, the only way we've been, I've been able to find them is through the body code. And what this means is more than one emotion gets trapped at a time. Uh, usually two or three in the set. And since it creates its own frequency, you have to find all the emotions in the set in order to release that energy. Um, so compounds have been really quite fascinating. And I've when we find them, and they can also have the different flavors of the six that we talked about, I've often found them be either inherited or absorbed, for example, if they're not common or energy that you produce. But um, it's like a spark like someone's like oh yeah i was i knew i wasn't just feeling anger i also had this sadness associated with it so it can kind of help um in a cathartic way when we're releasing that energy even beyond the release itself all right now i want to talk a little bit about emotional intelligence <sighs> We can release the energy in a variety of different ways, as I've mentioned, but if you don't have a better understanding of yourself and your own emotional waves and cycles and the way that you um, interact with emotional energy, it can be that much more challenging in order to keep yourself on steady state. Um, the one way that I can help you in understanding this emotional intelligence, the way that you're wired emotionally, through human design it's not the only way but i found it very beneficial so i'm actually going to be having a workshop on july 15th at 1 p.m eastern time and we're going to dive deep into emotional intelligence but i'll just give you a flavor of it in a summary now to help you out Emotional intelligence, um, you can have your own emotional wave if you're someone who's defined in your emotional center. You have that energy that's kind of turned on all the time, but there are different waves. And if you have an understanding of whether yours is one that slowly ratchets up and then you like have a crash down, or if it's one that all of a sudden you go rip roaring from zero to 100 and then you have a boom at the 
end of it. Those are just two of the different flavors of emotional waves. There are several different types. Having that better understanding of what yours is, learning how to, to um, define or get insight into the frequency, like how often your emotional wave cycles through, and then the things that you can do that might help mitigate it, not make it quite so intense. Because you're gonna have your wave if you're wired that way, but sometimes, you may be a person who, if someone touches you on your arm, your head, kind of caresses you a little bit, that may help to temper your wave and not make it so intense on the high or the low side. Being with others can sometimes help other people depending on the way you're wired and tempering your wave. But then there's the flip side of it too. I'm one of those people who don't have a defined emotional center. so. For me, my steady state is cool, calm, and collected, but I can have these moments where I am just filled with emotion and just, oh, I can't take it anymore. What's happening is I'm amplifying someone else, someone else's wave, someone else's ish, someone else's stuff that has just gotten into my field and I'm multiplying it 10 times and pushing it back out there. Or it could be I had this super, super stressful situation at work and that's just residual and I take it home and it can impact the others in my field then that I live with as well. So we'll talk about that too. Um, all this to say, emotional energy has so many different nuances to it. Gaining a better understanding of yourself and your wiring emotionally and the energies that may be trapped within you and when you are absorbing other people's energy can be so beneficial to your general self-care and your energetic hygiene at the end of the day because as i keep saying everything is energy so if we don't have a solid way of managing our energy on the daily it can just make life that much more stressful. I want to provide you with tools to help you flow, have more ease. We are going to have that roller coaster. There will be those twists and turns, but there are ways for us to smooth out our ride on this journey. So that's what I have for you today. Take a peek at the show notes. If you wanna dive into and register for that emotional intelligence workshop, there may be a little offer in there for you as well so that it can ease your way into this particular workshop masterclass that we're going to be having. I am so excited about continuing this podcast journey with you and very soon we're going to start diving into those cancer chronicles I was telling you about. So stay tuned, be well, and I will talk to you again very, very soon. Thank you.